You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Exciting news. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, who have been telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. Follow them online at oklahomahof.com and then definitely follow them on Instagram for all the information that you need because I'm sure that's where you follow us as well, at oklahomahof. Let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Um, I have Camille Heron. Did I say that right? Heron? Yeah, yeah, okay. Because yeah, my, my last name's Hearn, H-E-A-R-N-E, and people spell it wrong all the time. And I'm actually, like, from, oh, wow. the, from the UK as well, so <laughs> we see, you know, accents and all that stuff. Um, but yeah. thanks for joining me today. I know we've been trying to do this, and sadly, uh, a race schedule for you probably this year has been completely turned upside down. <laughs> I, I feel like I've adapted to, to races getting canceled. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's, I still, I still have a love for running and I'm still getting out running twice a day. So, uh, yeah, this is, this is what I do. Yeah. So you're in Colorado right now. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're in Alamosa, Colorado now. So, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm a born and bred Oklahoman. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, people uh, people listening that don't do running or ultra running probably have no idea who you are. Uh, so, um, Wikipedia is great, and I'm sure it's all true. Uh, I'm just going to list a few, and then we can dive into the his you know growing up in, in in town and stuff. But three time world champion, five world records, uh, fastest. This was my favorite, by the way. Guinness world <laughs> record for the fastest marathon. Uh, dressed as a superhero. You're born on Christmas Day as well. Yeah, yeah. That's born pretty on special. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you obviously, you know, your, your dad uh, played at OSU, has played basketball at OSU, and just there's so many accolades, and uh, I will get into them. But those are just a few. I mean, to have five five world records is pretty impressive. So, um, <laughs> and having a little bit of ultra experience, ultra running experience myself. I guess oh, early cool. this year um, I now have huge appreciation for everything that you guys do I mean <laughs> it's mental so uh, it is mental. let's let's go right to the start uh, you know right all the way back so you were born in Norman is that right yeah yeah born in born in uh, my, my parents are from Norman I was born in Norman and uh, yeah two of my other siblings were born there so so yeah I call that kind of my hometown yeah and grew up went to went to high school there and and all that all that, all that kind of stuff yeah I uh, I grew up in a bunch of small towns around Oklahoma so uh, my, my dad was a school superintendent and uh, so yeah, I, I've lived in Duncan and Guthrie and Mangum. And, uh, and then when, when my dad retired, uh, we moved up to Oklahoma City and I ended up graduating from Westmore. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So I kind of I kind of know the whole state and uh, I've lived, lived a lot of places. Uh, I went to went to college up in University of Tulsa in Tulsa. So, um, mm. so yeah, I, I feel like I, you know, I kind of I'm. I'm 
you know, I'm, I'm a pure Oklahoman. Like, oh, that's yeah. where I'm... You're much more Oklahoman than I am, but I've been here almost <laughs> almost 10 years. Uh, but you've got to see, I mean, growing up in the country to come into the, you know, I guess coming to the city and all the rest of it. Like, that's, that's yeah. a pretty good upbringing, growing up and seeing all these different communities and towns and stuff. Um, how how early on does does the love of running come come in? Yeah, so uh, I would I would say like my earliest memories of running uh, was when we lived up in Guthrie. So uh, uh, we lived out in the country when we lived up in Guthrie, and uh, you know I got to give credit to my parents for for uh, living out in the country like we did because we had all these wheat fields around our house. Uh, and you could, you could see I-35, uh, you know, from, from uh, across the fields. And so, yeah. uh, uh, when I was, uh, I think I was maybe seven or eight, uh, they had the Olympic festival in Oklahoma. Uh, okay. and so my dad signed up to carry the torch across Oklahoma and, uh, he signed up, I think it was like a mile stretch that was along I-35, uh, near our house. And uh, I remember my sister and I got our first pair of running shoes and uh, we got to run with our dad as he carried torch. Yeah. Uh, and so I, yeah, so that, that was like my first like memory of, you know, like organized running. Um, but yeah, I mean, we grew up running around the, the wheat fields by our house and uh, chasing the wildlife. And, um, and I remember at PE when I was in elementary school, we had to, to go run like a mile around the, the, uh, the field when I was maybe like second grade or so. And, uh, I mean, I, I could keep running, you know, like I, I thought I, I, I was so shocked, like other people would start walking and I could just keep going. And so, um, you know, and I, at that age, I didn't really know that, you know, I had this, uh, this endurance, you know, this, this natural talent. Yeah. Uh, I, I grew up as a basketball player. I wanted to be like my dad and uh, my dad and my grandpa played at Oklahoma State for Henry Iba. Uh, so they, they were my inspiration. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm built like my dad. I'm, I'm very tall and lean and uh, got long arms and legs. And uh, I was a basketball player. And so I, you know, I, I, I developed my fitness through basketball and just, just growing up being an athlete playing sports. So. Yeah. So then when, I guess, when you get to, you know, when you get to high school, you're already competitive. Is that like your first competitive runnings when you get into the kind of high school stuff? Yeah. So I, I like I mentioned, uh, elementary school, we had to do like the presidential sure. physical fitness mile. Uh, and then when I got to junior high, I was playing basketball pretty seriously. And uh, we had to go out for track for off-season conditioning. Mm -hmm. And uh, literally from the first day, I mean, we were having to run, you know, a mile or two around our junior high, and uh, I could just outlast everybody. I could just keep running. Uh, and so it was pretty obvious uh, <laughs> from yeah. the first day. Uh, I mean, I was a point guard on the on the basketball okay. team. So and he, he ran with the basketball, you know, did, did miss the running and set up, set up plays. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I... I, 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 I got, you know, my endurance, you know, just from basketball. So when we went out for track, I mean, I just felt like I, you know, like, like when I ran, I mean, it just felt like, okay, this feels like what I'm supposed to sure. do. So, yeah. yeah. And then, so, so you won, is it three state, three state championships in high school? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I eventually dropped the basketball, uh, when I got to high school, uh, I mean, it was just, I went out for cross country my, uh, during the eighth grade before I went out for basketball that, that year. And, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, that's what made me fall in love with running, which is running over the natural terrain. 
Um, it reminded me, like, as a kid growing up in Guthrie, running around the wheat fields. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I just fell in love with running, you know, just from cross country. And so when I went to high school uh, down in Duncan, uh, I won three state titles. Uh, my freshman year won stay in the four by 800 relay mm-hmm. uh and then won the the mile and the two miles a sophomore uh and then we moved up to the city and uh went to westmore and uh i had some injuries my last two years of high school and so and i i grew i grew nine inches when i was in high wow. school <laughs> yeah that's that that makes sense that you would get injured by running a lot right any ex- exercise you're going to get injured doing growing that much yeah, yeah, so I, I, jo- I joked that I, I probably gave up basketball a little bit too soon <laughs> because right. I, I, I got my height when I was in high school. And uh, and I, I mean, I can still pick up a basketball and, and like, well, they play, you know, I'm like a supersized version of what I was. But, right. uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I had to grow into my body. And so I went through a transition here my last transition period my last two years of high school uh just trying to grow into my body and having to go through a lot of injuries uh-huh. uh but but yeah i came i came back my senior year and i made all state in cross country uh and so yeah after after that that uh so i get recruited to to go run at the university of tulsa so so that that's when they kind of came they had their eye on you and that's when it was okay i'm gonna go to school and be a collegiate athlete yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I had my comeback and uh, my senior year, and uh, one of the, the Tulsa coaches saw me run at uh, I think it was like an All Star meet uh, that we had with Arkansas, and I finished second at that. Um, so, yeah, that that was what got me started to get recruited by colleges. So, yeah. And was it kind of was there a lot? You know, was it an easy choice to go to Tulsa, or was there some other? Was there a hard decision over something else? Uh, yeah, I felt I felt pretty good about Tulsa. Uh, I mean, I'm a I'm a really I you know I gotta give credit to, to my my parents really instilled the value of education in me. Uh, so I was very studious in high school, and so I ended up getting academic and athletic scholarships to go to Tulsa. Uh, so for for me, it felt like the best fit in terms of academics and athletics. And, um, yeah, the, the crazy thing is the coaches that recruited me in Tulsa ended up, uh, leaving and went to university of Kansas, uh, right before my freshman year. So I ended up getting a new coach and, uh, yeah. And so, so my, my college career was very short lived. Uh, I, I, I continued to have a bunch of injuries my freshman year and, uh, I eventually ended up getting a medical hardship at Tulsa. Uh, so I became a recreational runner for, for a couple years. So yeah. that, that must've been really tough. I mean, like you growing up, like you've, you've got this natural ability to run, you know, from, from a kid that you just love doing, it comes easy to you. You start competing, you're successful. And then you go through, you know, your growth spurt in high school, you've got to kind of sit it out, you get injured and then, you know, you're ready to, you, you know, your senior year, you, you have a good year and you're like, great, I'm going to, you know, going to university now. This is like the rest of my life. And then something, another hurdle happens and you've got to like become a recreational runner again. That's, that's an up and down, yeah. that's an up and down time for sure. 
Yeah, yeah, it was it was a pretty difficult time in my life, and and yeah, if you're you're reading reading my Wikipedia, <laughs> uh, that, that my my family also uh, lost their home to the May third ninety nine tornado. Mm-hmm. So not only was I going through all these injuries and all this growth and change, and um, but my family lost their home uh, to the tornado. So um. See, I mean, they, like, I, I feel like my, my life could be a movie. Like, right. it just does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many things I've, I've had to overcome. And everybody everybody thinks, you know, being an athlete that, it, you know, it's a straight line to the top. But, uh, but, I mean, there's so many there's so many bumps along the road that I, so many things I've had to overcome uh, to get to where I am. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, you know, talking about a really difficult time in my life that, you know, running just wasn't meant to be. And, um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I ended up meeting my husband, uh, after my freshman year. And so, uh, he was the one that kind of got me back inspired and, and eventually started coaching me. And, uh, so, so yeah, Connor, Connor's the one that you, you've been communicating with, uh, <laughs> trying yeah. to get me on here. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a Oklahoma implant. <laughs> Just like me then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so go, oh, go ahead. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so Connor, Connor ran at the University of Oklahoma, uh, and he was a, a six time all American at OU and, uh, his sister was running at OU at the time that I was running at Tulsa. So I knew, I actually knew his sister and I, I knew who he was. Um, but, but yeah, I, I happened to meet him at a, a jazz festival down in Norman, uh, after my freshman year. So that's awesome. That's a, that's a really cool story. <laughs> Do they, uh, I guess does Connor and his sister, they still like competitively run or is it solely uh, dedicated to you? Yeah, I want to say, I think Connor, Connor's almost 10 years older than me. And, uh, and so his, he's been done with his competitive career for, I think like 12 years or so. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, now that we live up in Alamosa, Colorado, uh, I mean, it's so beautiful here that, that he's gotten himself back running and, uh, just trying to, you know, for, for health and fitness, uh, you know, try to, try to get out there and enjoy the mountain views. So. Yeah, definitely. And so you, you know, you, I guess you graduate from Tulsa, uh, are you, are you still, are you, you know, still recreation? Are you thinking I'm going to try and compete again? Like what, what, what's the mindset, you know, when you graduate? Yeah. So, so the way, the way it happened was, uh, that, that Connor, so Connor's from Ireland and, uh, he got his U S citizenship about, I think like 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so actually he, he had applied for citizenship around the time that, uh, 9-11 happened. And so his 9-11 happened and his uh, application got pushed back a couple months. And uh, eventually he ended up getting a citizenship in uh, 2002. And so he qualified for the Olympic marathon trials in 2004. Mm-hmm. And um, at that time, uh, he, he had been living down in Florida and he had quit his job and moved to Oklahoma after he met me. And he was living with my grandpa 
uh, down in Norman and uh, taking care of my grandpa and uh, training for the Olympic marathon trials. So I would, I would drive down on the weekends and help him with his training. Uh, he would be running on the, on the roads down in Norman and uh, I'd be driving my car. And he would be doing these like 22 mile training runs and I'm studying my books and, you know, and then popping out and handing him bottles on his long runs. Um, so I, I saw the work and the dedication that, yeah. that it took to, to train like he did. Um, and then he went to Olympic marathon trials and uh, finished, uh, let's see, how did he do? Uh, I think he was like eight, 17th or 18th uh, and ran 218 in the marathon. And so, so I'm, I'm at the Olympic trials with him and I'm like, we're surrounded by like Med Kofleski and, uh, all these like famous runners. And, um, and so I, I got inspired again and, um, and that, that following summer 2004, uh, we went up to Boulder, Colorado and, uh, we're running on the trails every day and there's like Olympians and people training for the Olympics. And, uh, I started running a lot. Um, and one day, one day Connor and I went out for a run together and I was running further than him. And he's like, he's like, well, what's going on? Like, how much are you running? And, uh, for fun, I was running about 70 miles per week. <laughs> for fun. <laughs> 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 yeah so so uh he was kind of like that's a lot of running like you know i'm not even like training for right. anything i'm not competing or you know i'm just out running because i enjoy running so uh so that was kind of the turning point that uh he started giving me workouts and um i got back into to competing as a road racer um, and so my, my running career just pretty much took off from there. Yeah. But, so when, cause it, you, did you, you worked at OU for a while, right? Is that during like this whole time during the same stuff or is this, how did that work? How does that work into everything? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so this, this was actually my, my fifth year of college at university of Tulsa. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I was, I, at that time I was really busy doing research and, uh, tutoring and, you know, just finishing up my courses at Tulsa. So, uh, so yeah. And then I went to grad school at Oregon state and, uh, that's when I started like training to, okay. uh, qualify for the Olympic marathon trials. And uh, so Connor was coaching me and uh, got up to 100 miles per week uh, and ended up uh, qualifying for the 2008 Olympic marathon trials. Uh, so, so yeah, my, my running career was, you know, pretty much resurrected around that time. Okay. And, uh, and then I, I, I ended up, I, I worked in research for a couple of years after I graduate, graduated from grad school and uh, made three Olympic marathon trials and got into to uh, running a lot of marathons, like uh, being a marathon maniac is what it's called. Uh, and so I was running a lot of marathons and everybody's like, hey, Camille, you're running on these marathons. Maybe you should try ultra running. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hey, so, I, I'm bored running 26 miles. This is easy now. Let me just try something else. Yeah. 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 So, so I, I, you know, I, I got the full spectrum as a marathoner, you know, did that for 10 years. And, um, and then 2015 was when I committed myself to ultra running and my, my ultra career took off. So, yeah. And that's, so that's, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, the ultra career is fairly recent. Like, it's not like you've always been doing it. I mean, granted, like 
you know, what is it, five, six years is, is a long time. Yeah. But in the terms of your career, like, that's that's quite you know for what you've done in the ultra world like that's not uh it's not like you're a, you're seasoned it's not like you're in it you've been in it since you were 16 kind of thing right like i mean i know it's all the same running but like running 100 miles is a lot harder than just running a marathon <laughs> uh what i mean what is and so and you you won the oklahoma city marathon threes three times yeah, yeah. So, uh, so my my husband and I uh, moved back to Oklahoma in 2011, and uh, Connor Connor had uh, won Oklahoma City Memorial Marathon twice, and he still holds the course record there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, once we moved back to Oklahoma, like of course, like of course, I, I have to run the OKC Memorial Marathon. So, uh, see, so, yeah, I ended up winning it and setting the the course and state record back in 2012. Uh, and so, so yeah, I think that that stood for, uh, what was it until last year? Until I they changed my, the course. Yeah. 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 And I, and I was, I was actually, I was at the race last year and they, they gave me the mic and I, I was doing a bit of commentating, um, on TV. And, uh, so, so yeah, it was really, really exciting. Like, I mean, it was, it was really cool to like actually be there on the mm-hmm. mic and to like see it in person as, as my course record and state record got broken. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, sometimes when people lose their records, they're bitter about it. But like when you're a part of something, like when you're, I can think a true athlete wants people and loves to see people succeed and wants it to be, you know, records aren't going to stand forever. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of cool to see. But I ran, I ran the half last year. I ran, and the last two years I ran the half. Um, That was a lot of fun. So, and then I did, um, I did the Mid-South, uh, the mid-south gravel 50 50k in march this year so that was like my first i never run a marathon i just did two halves and thought i'm gonna jump into deep end why not um it was just like total mental i mean up and you know those roads are in stillwater and you know kind of the gravel roads and stuff like it was it was and i was it was the first time i'd ever ran without listening to music um which I actually like, I kind of enjoy it now. Cause I think it was a lot of self talk going on, which I think that's, that's a huge part of ultra running, right? It's, it's mostly like, mental. It's so mental. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I think if someone would have listened to what I was saying to myself, they would have thought I was absolutely crazy, but most people thought I was crazy for running it anyway. So, uh, so, you know, like I said, your ultra career kind of kicks off and, and you start, you know, I guess traveling the world, finding, you know, searching out for these ultra races trail races on track talk me through that what's that experience like you know traveling around the world and and being sponsored and and becoming you know being a professional athlete yeah yeah it's i mean i i'm living the dream like this this is a dream come true like i uh well, so yeah, I mean, we're talking about my transition to ultra running. Um, I mean, I was I was pretty much at the point where I was going to retire from competitive running, and uh, everybody was like, "Hey, Camille, you got to try this ultra running thing." Um, so you know, I'm I'm 33. I'm in my my mid 30s, and um, back in 2015 when I committed myself to the sport, and uh, I mean, literally for my first race, uh, my first 100k, I was breaking records and running the fastest times in the world, um, and so it was shocking. Like, I mean, what do I do? You know, I'm a I'm a full time professional 
working in bone imaging at the University of Oklahoma Health Science Center, and my running career took off again. <laughs> and I'm the best in the world. Yeah. And like, I, I mean, it was, it was a lot to process. Like, it was like, what do I do now? You know? <laughs> so, right. Cause I'm so, sure at this point you're like, I want to have a family and ready to settle down and I want to do whatever it is and just enjoy the rest of my life after, you know, retire and take up golfing or whatever it is and cycling or, you know, anything. And then you overnight, not overnight, but like, like I said, you do a couple of races and become the best in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, 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 like I, I'm shocked. Like I, I didn't know what to do. Like uh, for the, the the first year or so after I, I, I mean, I won two world titles. I broke a world record. This happened like fast. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't know how to process it. Like, what do you do? I mean, and so that the the year after, and um, I started doing all this, and I was like, well, maybe I should get an agent. You know, maybe I need to. You know, I need to. become a professional again, you know? So, uh, so that first year was actually really, really hard for me, uh, trying to transition, you know, from a full-time professional by day to, you know, embracing becoming a professional athlete in my mid thirties. Um, and so eventually I got everything sorted out where I, uh, I got an agent. I ended up getting, uh, sponsors with Nike and a bunch of others, um, but, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was overwhelming for me. Like that, that first year was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Like, uh, if you read it, if you wrote, you know, a book of my life, I mean, it's like I had turned a page and started like a new chapter. And, uh, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely like appreciate like, yeah. oh my gosh, like, I can't believe this happened. And, um, so yeah, every time I go, you know, I'm going to races around the world and, you know, uh, I mean, it's a dream come true and I, I can really appreciate that and uh, that, you know, I have this amazing ability and, you know, trying to make the most of it. So, right. Like what was, you know, when we, that first year, you know, it's, it's, I assume just like, I mean, you're still running, but it's still like trial and error, right? Cause it's a completely different, I guess, form and, you know, you're now running ultras and all the rest of it. Um, and you got people coming at you left and right. I'm sure the emails are blowing up. People contact you and on the phone and interviews and all this crazy stuff from the industry. And you got to handle that as well. What, I guess, when you kind of felt settled and comfortable at, I'm going to do this, I'm a professional now, what were like the first couple of races that, cause you know, when, when you win and when you're an athlete and you win the first time and it's like, Oh, I won. Oh, okay. Like there's no pressure, right? You're like, you come into it fresh. You kind of you kind of, you know, just like, oh, you know, I don't expect to do well, right? And me being a golfer, when I don't expect to play well, I usually go and play well because there's nothing, you know, it's no pressure. What was that first win like when you really had pressure and people were really like expected, you know, they were like, oh, Camille's here, like she's going to win kind of thing. Like, what was that like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, for me, I I embrace it. Like, I I love the pressure. Like, I mean, I grew up I grew up as a basketball player, and and my dad uh, was a really good free throw shooter, mm-hmm. and so he taught me from a really young age that that free throws win championships. And so I learned how to be cool under pressure and to be able to toe the line and, and, you know, like snap your fingers and the gun goes off. And, and I mean, I, I embrace that. And I, I think that that's, that's what makes me the athlete that I am is that I'm, I'm a championship performer and I've learned how to 
from a young age, I learned how to stay cool under pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I really embraced that. Like I, I really enjoy when I, I toe the line with the best competition in the world or, you know, going for a world record. Um, and so, so yeah, once my, once my, uh, 2016 was a, a pretty tough year for me because I was trying to sort out my professional day life with, you know, becoming a professional athlete. So 2017 was kind of like my, my comeback year of, you know, okay, I'm going to break out onto the world and, uh, you know, just traveling the world and racing some of the best people in the world, whether it's, you know, on trails or on road. And that, that, yeah, I mean, I I had a really good year in 2017 and and, uh, ended up going to South Africa, won the Comrades Marathon, uh, you know, beat the best people in the world there. And uh, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I really, really enjoy the pressure and and racing the best people. Yeah. What, uh, uh, what has been some of the best trips that you've been on? I know you've been to New Zealand. I'm sure you've been to amazing other places too, especially when you're running trails, right? Like you can't just run trails in Oklahoma because it's kind of boring, but if you're you're in New Zealand, I mean, it's, it's pretty special. Are there any that really stand out? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Twenty twenty seventeen, uh, I went to New Zealand for the first time and uh, ran the the Tarawera hundred and two k on the trails over there. Uh, so I mean that that race happens where you know they they uh, shot Lord of the, the Rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I had this I had this mental vision of you know Lord of the Rings and you know going going on this journey you know through through the trees and over hills and and all this. Uh, so I mean. The, the trail running is spectacular. Like, I mean, I like I've had I've had moments during the races where I'm just so moved by the what I'm seeing. And it's you know, I, I, I'm, I'm coming from a road racing background, you know, where it's like pretty, pretty monotonous uh, scenery to, yeah. you know, race in New Zealand on trails. Um, and I, I wish I had my camera sometimes. <laughs> I'd be like, stop and, and take pictures of what I'm seeing. Right. Uh, so. I mean, I, for, for me, it's really fun to be a versatile athlete and, you know, to be able to go to New Zealand and race on trails or go to South Africa and, uh, be running across the African savanna on road. Uh, you know, and I mean, it's just, it's so cool. Like where my legs can take me, you know, to these cool places, uh, you know, whether I'm on road or on trail and getting to meet the people and embrace the culture. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like so blessed that I can do this because I, 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 it was such a pleasant surprise for me, you know, to even try altering in the first place. And uh, now it just takes me all over the world. So it's, it's really cool. Yeah. It's like when you look back to see like the, the little avenues and the ways that you get to where you're at, right. And you think if I didn't do this, or if, you know, I didn't meet this person, then I would never have got into this. And this whole like spider web of things are how you end up where you are. It's, it's pretty insane to look at, you know, especially with like moving around and okay, I met this person and then dad's carrying the torch and I get my shoes and like <laughs> all this stuff that goes back. Like it's, it's amazing when you map things out to, to see where you're at now. And I'm sure it'd be really cool, you know, in the future, just kind of looking back on the next, you know, competitive years and stuff. What, um, yeah. so, so, I mean, you have five will records for people listening. What exactly are those will records that you have? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I, we, we talked about my, my Guinness world record, uh, I, I, I used to forget that one because it's not an ultra record, sure. but that that's my, my fifth record that I have. Uh, so I have, uh, four ultra world records, uh, which are 50 miles, 
12 hours, 100 miles, and 24 hours. So I, I pretty much, I have almost every distance except the 100K uh, uh, between 50 miles and 24 hours so far. Uh, and there, there's world records that go up to 1,000 miles. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping, I <laughs> know it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, so my, my goal, my goal for the future is to get into the, the multi-day races, uh, going for 48 hours, hundred K, uh, six days, mm-hmm. and then eventually a thousand miles. So I, my, my goal is to get like at pretty much every ultra world record that I can. So. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's, you know, people listening, they're like, you know, I'm going to run a marathon one day or I'm going to do a half or even, you know, I'm going to get off the couch and I'm going to do a 5k. And it's, it's amazing. Like I, you know, I grew up playing golf, like we don't run, you know, and I ran my first like half marathon. I was like, whoa, I did that. And then you, know, you do it again. And it's amazing how your body adapts and grows. And like you said earlier, it's, it's a lot of mental stuff as well. And then you get into, you know, running 50k and 100k and and sometimes it's around a one mile track right and sometimes it's through trails um yeah it's definitely i mean it's it's an amazing sport to just be around and i know when i did my race it was like i did it in six hours and 20 minutes i think and for 50k and i was (laughs) I was the reason I signed up because I listened to too many David Goggins podcasts. I was like, I can do anything. Um, so I did that. But, um, you know, and I look at the guy who won it that day who finished in like three and a half hours, three hours, I think he did it in. Wow. Just like, what? Like, I'm just like dying going up and down these hills on gravel. And like, this guy's, you know, but um, I mean, impressive stuff for sure. So, with, you know, with these world record stuff, there's a lot of like, crazy races out there that some people might know like the moab one is a big one isn't it? it's at the 240 miles yeah. through the desert and like have you done any have you tried or done any of that like really nuts stuff yet uh yeah i mean i like i definitely want to do more trail racing mm-hmm. because uh yeah i mean i my my the way i planned out my running career was uh coming from the marathon that it made more sense for me to go after all the speed records sure. like on on the road and on the track and all that kind of stuff uh so now that now that i've achieved you know all those world records i feel like i'm going to go for all the trail stuff now uh, so, so yeah, Western States, UTMB, uh, do the 200 mile stuff, the Moab 240. Uh, you, I think there's a, there's a whole series of them that you can do. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I figure, you know, I have the talent that I might as well just cross every single distance and surface that I can. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm 38 now and, and women ultra runners are going into their fifties, uh, you know, competing at a high level. Uh, so, so I mean, the next ten to fifteen years of my my running career are going to be pretty darn exciting. Oh yeah, well, you, you, the twenty four hour race that you have, the, the world record. What was what was the mile? Is it was it just purely on miles, or was it a time? Yeah, I mean, it's it's how far you can go in twenty four hours. Gotcha. Uh, and so it was, it was on a, uh, a 1500 meter loop that we had to do, uh, for 24 hours. And, uh, so yeah, I covered 167.8 miles in 24 hours. Yeah. Are you like, are you taking, when you run, are you, are you taking like, do you have a sit down break for a little bit? I mean, you must stop, right. And have some snacks. You're not running the whole 24 hours, right? Yeah. So, so I think my, my average pace for that was 834 per mile, but, 
I know. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. For 24 hours. Uh, but yeah, my, my average moving pace was 814 per mile. Yeah. So... I, 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 you know, like, like, like you mentioned, uh, I mean, there, I have to stop sometimes I have to go to the restroom. I have to eat food. I have to lay down. Uh, I mean, I, I took two power naps during the race, like five to 10 minute power naps. So, uh, so I definitely stopped, uh, just because, you know, I'm, I'm a normal human too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge team effort as well, right? Like you have a huge team there or, you know, you have a couple of guys that that help you and fit, you know, Connor I'm sure was there and just nutrition and, and just all the stuff that goes into that for 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, Connor, Connor's usually, usually my one man crew, uh, but we had a whole team there, uh, supporting us as part of team USA. Uh, and so people are cheering me on the course and, uh, and then when I had to stop, I mean, there, I had GI issues, you know, yeah. I had to deal with, uh, my gut wasn't happy for a good, good portion of the race. Uh, so we had a medical team there, uh, you know, trying to get my gut to calm down. Uh, so I mean, twenty when when you run that far, I mean it's next impossible to have a perfect race. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you go through so much, and you have to push through all these challenges. Uh, and so to, to set a world record is not a perfect race in, in ultra running. Like all my all my world records I've set, I've had to overcome and jump through hurdles uh, to achieve what I did. And so, you know, even if I lay down for five or 10 minutes on a table, I got back up and I had to keep hammering the pace, you know, to keep going to, to set the world record. So, uh, and not everybody, not everybody can do that. Like a lot of people, you know, if they get GI issues or get tired or fatigued, a lot of people quit. But for, for me to do what I do, I, I can't quit. I have to keep going i have to keep pushing through all those challenges so yeah what how much how much time did you beat the world record by for the for uh, so i i held the world record someone's, <laughs> so I, someone's I, beat got my, it. I beat my own world record um, oh, great. And I, <laughs> that's even better yeah yeah so I, now now i'm at the point where i'm, I'm trying to improve my own world record so uh, i beat i beat my 24 hour record by five miles yeah which over 24 hours is like i mean when you break it down it's really nothing right but five miles at the end of it that's quite a lot that's quite a lot that's awesome it's quite a bit yeah um so you know you got and and you just mentioned it all the up and downs that you go through like all these experiences life experiences that you've had from doing this you know naturally you want to talk to people you want to tell people about it people are asking you questions about it so naturally you become a speaker outside of it right you, you know you naturally become a coach regardless if you want yeah. to or not it's more of a choice of okay shall i become you know shall i really do public speaking and become a coach i mean just doing what what asking answering questions that people would ask you anyway you're just doing it now on a stage what what, what was that like and what's that like kind of transitioning and, and still doing stuff running and talking as well yeah, yeah. So, so uh, my I I was a research professional at University of Oklahoma Health Science Center, and so uh, I mean I that's what I went to grad school for. That's what I thought I would be doing for the rest of my life. So when my when my ultra career took off, I mean I was at a crossroad. Like, what do I do now? I have this amazing talent, but I still have a day job. 
So uh, I spent the past couple of years trying to transition. Uh, I went to, to part-time hours mm-hmm. uh, when, when my ulcer career took off. And so I was working more like part-time hours at, o, at OU. Uh, and then my, my running career just became so big that uh, last year I finally uh, quit my job. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I quit my job. I retired from my job. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I was finally, I finally was able to, uh, to move out of my, my profession, uh, and to embrace, you know, being, being an ultra runner, being a coach, being an ambassador for the sport, uh, traveling the world, speaking at events. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, it took, it took, you know, a whole, my uh, my my husband my husband's uh, signaling to me. He's uh, he's talking about my. Uh, so last year I was in a, a car accident. Yeah, I saw, I saw the notes on that. Like the early last year, right? January, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I was actually driving to my day job at, at OU, and um, just you know, just out of nowhere, a car. Uh, came from a side street and was trying to cross over uh, Lincoln in Oklahoma City. Uh, you know, I'm just driving along, you know, mm-hmm. like on the main road, uh, just out of nowhere, this car just tried to try to cross and uh, she hit me. And I, I mean, I didn't see her until she basically impacted me. Um, and so, so that was kind of the, the turning point for me to be like, I, it almost felt like a sign from above that, okay, this is where, this is where it stops. Like, you're supposed, this, this is where it ends. So, uh, so last year I, uh, while recovering from my car accident, um, was when I finally decided that, Hey, you know, I got to commit myself to my running career. And so, uh, so yeah, we bought our house up in Alamosa, Colorado and, uh, you know, I live at high altitude. I'm close to the mountains. Uh, and I got to give credit to Connor for, for helping me, you know, to, to be my support system, uh, you know, to be able to help me with my, my professional running career and the coaching and, and all that. So we're, we're kind of more of a team, uh, you know, managing everything. So, yeah, that's great. And I know like for people that, you know, I I followed you on social media and seen like the beautiful scenery that you're running around in. I mean, it's pretty awesome. And I, from the side of it, Connor's the one taking the pictures. Um, for everyone listening, can go to yeah. uh, you know run Camille on on Instagram and check those out. It's it's I mean it's really cool. It's definitely beats it's Oklahoma cool. in that kind of sense of scenery for sure. Um, yeah, and, and you you know was it right that you ran to you ran a race two weeks after the crash as well? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was committed to going back to New Zealand uh, less than two weeks after my car accident. Uh, and so I had all this neck and back pain from my car accident and I wasn't sure, you know, emotionally, physically, if I could go and do the race, Yeah. but uh, I, I felt, I felt like, uh, once I, I got back running and, um, I felt like the running was helping me to recover physically and emotionally. And I felt like I needed to go to New Zealand just to, you know, help me get away and, uh, you know, to continue doing what I'm born to do. Uh, so I, I went to New Zealand and, uh, ended up crushing the course record, uh, almost, almost won the race outright. I was, I was beating all the men in the race. 
Uh, and so it was, I got really, 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 really close to Thomas winning the race outright and beating all the men. And so, uh, it was, it was pretty darn exciting and yeah. um, to, to be able to go back over and, and to do that so close to my car accident. Um, but yeah, when I, after I got back from that race and um, I took a break from my job, uh, for a couple months and, uh, and then eventually realized that, Hey, you know, I feel like I'm supposed to, you know, continue on with my running career. Uh, so once I, once I made that decision to, to give up my job, I felt like a sense of relief mm-hmm. that, that, you know, I was making the right decision for me. And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, my, my running career has just really taken off the, the past eight months or so. Yeah, after you go through all that stuff, there's so much mental, mentally strong, right? There's so many more things that you think you can do, regardless of it's sports or not. You're like, I've just endured, you know, running for 24 hours or for six hours or whatever it is. Like, you know, I think it's great. And that's the one thing that kind of got me turned onto, you know, just endurance running or endurance cycling. Like when I did that, mid-south race I, I actually recently won an entry into next year's race and they asked you know for, yeah they asked do i want to pick to do the run or do i want to do the bike so i chose to do the bike so next year i'm hopefully <laughs> so i'm going to cycle 100 miles but then that's now wow. my my goal this year now is training for the cycling so i've kind of jumped off jumped onto the bike instead of running which is my I actually much prefer that <laughs> but um so that that's kind of but you know just just the endurance stuff and, and cycling and just sort of running like it's everyone i think needs to go through something like that because it makes you better, oh for you know? sure it's fun yeah i i actually uh i i'm not a cyclist at all but uh I got a cruiser bike, uh, just over a month ago. So, uh, so it's a, it's a pretty cool feeling to get on a bike again. Like, mm-hmm. cause I haven't done that since I was like a teenager. Uh, so, so I feel like every, everybody should have a bike. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, awesome. Well, I'm going to finish with just a little, uh, I saw this thing on Netflix the other day. I watched it and it's mental. The Barkley, <laughs> the Barkley marathons. Are you ever going to try uh, one of those? Yeah. Would you ever do yeah. that? Oh yeah. 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 I'd, I'd love to do it. Um, I, I think, you know, right, right now, like, uh, everybody's, everybody's like, Camille, don't do it. It looks awful. Like, you know, it looks so brutal, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, if, if, if any woman could do it, uh, I'm probably, I probably have the talent um, yeah. as, at least as far as running ability. Uh, now I'm, I might have to learn how to do the, the navigation and, uh, the, Taking yeah, the pages kinda, out of the books and all the stuff that they ask you to do. <laughs> that stuff's yeah. That's cruel. Yeah. <laughs> Running's hard enough. I, I laugh I laugh because I, I'm the type of person that I don't I don't overthink things. Uh, I just kind of go with the flow and uh, I don't, I don't get stressed about things very easily. Like I'm, I'm pretty chill. So I would, I would pro- probably like accidentally win Barclays or something <laughs> I'd like love that. that. That would be awesome. <laughs> when you do, I'm just going to clip that piece and just, just post it out there and be like, look, I mean, this is going to, it was, it's written on the wall. I told, told she was going to do it. Um, uh. But no. It would be fun. I, I mean, to, to become, it, whether, you know, whether I can become the first woman or someone else, mm-hmm. I mean, it will be, it'll be a thrill. So uh, yeah. those, those are the kind of things that I live for as an athlete is to be able to do the things that people didn't think were possible or, you know, really transcend the sport. Mm-hmm. So, 
yeah definitely um well i can't thank you enough for your time um yeah especially, you know recording on you know today and and finally we got to do this and thankfully over zoom we can do this as well but it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure to share the stories and you know uh you. i'll post every post all your links to social media and website down below so people can click and follow you and um yeah. send questions or whatever it is that they need um with all this stuff going on right now, do you know what your next event is? Do you know where you're speaking next? Like what, what's kind of the rest of this year? Do you know? <laughs> well, I, I feel like, I feel like every, every other day, something's getting canceled. So <laughs> yeah. at this point, I, I'm just kind of going with the flow and, uh, yeah, I, I did, I did commit to something pretty big. Uh, but but I don't I don't want to announce it and jinx myself. Just in case, so. <laughs> yeah, that's totally understandable. Um, well, awesome! It's been an absolute pleasure to share your story, and, and I'm excited to now follow on and, and hopefully see you. You know, be the first woman to win that Barclay race. Be amazing. Um, there you go. Awesome. For everyone listening, <laughs> I'll post all the links below, and we will catch you next episode. Cheers. This podcast was presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, who've been telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. Follow them online at OklahomaHOF.com and definitely on Instagram at OklahomaHOF. Catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.